Hey, welcome to Content Breaker. My head's on space right now. Uh, <laughs> I am Eden Zog, and today we're talking about Eden Zero. And joining me is the producer of Eden's Kells, our Starshine Static, and Grand Bell Strange. How y'all doing? Starshine. Fuck yeah. I'm doing great. Anime I'm will the save home, the, the universe. I'm the starting village. <laughs> the starting planet. You're yeah. the starting planet. Yeah. It's also Are you the, real? It's also in the like name in, of like the protagonist. So. Yeah. yeah. Like in the like in the RPG or whatever. Oh yeah, you're right. Last his last name is Grandma. I forgot about that. Dang. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fake fan. Do you even? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one moment out of the many moments that I watched and binged this thing where I cried. You obviously never listened to Eminem. If you only had one shot, you would have missed it right there. Oh my god. Hero Mashima could have been listening to this podcast and usually like, screw all y'all. Y'all know my character's last name. No respect for the pro tag. (laughs) He cares about all of us. Obviously, you haven't watched his content. I mean, clearly you ain't his friend because the power of friendship like saves the universe multiple times (laughs) in all of his stories. That and adrenaline. (laughs) It's really just adrenaline through friendship, you know. Actually, it's really attractive females, if we being honest. Mm. It's true. Rebecca Spies. <laughs> oh my god. That was a lot. Oh uh, <laughs> Curse you. You mad Curse man. him. No, thank you. <laughs> hey, Shinji didn't go crazy for weeks. That's all I'm saying, bro. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> oh, god damn. Poor Homer. Mm-mm, just saying, Homer got. When he, anyway, anyway, let's get into <laughs> the right. cast of podcasts. All right. <laughs> all right. So, Eden Zero. It is the third most recent show story the third one. released by Hiromashima, of course, of Rave Master and Fairy Tale fame. This is his third go with the power of friendship saving the universe, except this time, instead of being fantasy, you know, magical stuff, it's space. It's a space opera. You know, honestly, I don't think the power of friendship is going to save the universe this time i feel no, like it's this anime is, i hate you so much <laughs> it's, a, it's a shonen anime it's it's mashima what's he gonna do not have the hero <laughs> it's anyway. manga zog manga will save the world because i'm an asher both work <laughs> yeah but um no so like just getting into the elephant nitty-gritty in the room since this is also the third work of Hiro Mashima, like you said. And there are some accusations on the table for our boy Mashima. And there's something about accusations. They're always going to be there. And the biggest accusation is that this is just fairy tale in space. This is a carbon copy of what he's done before and he's done in the past. So is this a true accusation? No, but what do you guys think? <laughs> we've all seen some semblance of fairy tale. The answer is no. I'm telling you, it's, it's, like, an, it's, it's a rhetorical question, but I want to hear your answer. So, oh, it's definitely not the same. Even even if, like, even if you were to try to sit there and argue with me that it is, I don't care. I love it, and that's fair. It like, is amazing. Fair. Sorry, but in my opinion, it's amazing. don't apologize for being it. right. Yeah, you very <laughs> suddenly are right, so don't apologize when you are. <laughs> very true. I think. A lot of a lot of the the basis for this argument, this terrible, tragically wrong argument, 
is that it is the same kind of basic framework. Hero of justice kind of power of friendship, uh, you know, save the world by saving your friends. I'm going to make a hundred friends. I'm going to have, you know, humanity and all of this other stuff. It's the same kind of setup, but Eden Zero doesn't do the guild is the main character shit. Yeah. Eden Zero is like, I'm going to save my friends. The guild is just for work. Yeah. The guild doesn't care about me. Yeah. I'm go- I'm going to save my friends and, you know, fuck being a hero of justice. Like those That's words come out of his mouth. That's the sauce oh, right yeah. there. Yeah. Like, says, I think the, mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing. The biggest difference between uh, Eden Zero and Fairytale is that Fairytale always has this kind of like child friendly kind of air, even in its darkest moments. Um, but Eden Zero gets very real with its shit, <laughs> and was, it refuses to hold any punches. <laughs> yeah, I was yes. really not expecting like just how kind of dark it got like the whole oh you have no idea bitch i was really like wow we're gonna go on an epic space fantasy adventure i can't well oh crap i'm (laughs) I'm just telling you right now uh for those of you who have only seen the anime it gets darker and (laughs) almost it gets worse i gotta i have to i have to I have to bring up something like we have to zog and i have to squash something on this podcast since it is related to this podcast Zog, I need you to tell me how you hate One Piece, but you love eating Zero. Because Hiro Mashima himself has said that he has gotten inspiration from One Piece for this. And as a One Piece watcher... Inspiration doesn't make it the same. Hey, hey, I'm talking. As a One Piece, <laughs> as a One Piece fan, and dare I say fanboy... And I feel like our homie Strange can agree with me. There is a lot of symbolances and like themes that are present in one piece like shiki i can say is a luthi type character so i need to know how you hate one piece <laughs> but you love eden zero i love them both because i see the semblance and also their differences but i need you to tell me like literally okay okay just my biggest gripes with one piece are basically that it's not even really just gripes. It's just me personally. I don't resonate with this thing at all. And if any reason that I hate it is because I've been around people for years that praise it as one of the best things ever. Um, that I'm just like, me? I no, <laughs> I do not understand this. And all you're telling me is, oh, it's great. Um, yeah, as I know far it's not as, mean because I'll give you as, a dissertation if you ask me why One Piece is great. And but as then far we as like a fucking dissertation. Luffy itself, Luffy as a character, I don't see similarities between him and Shiki as except for the fact that they're about their friends. That's about it. (laughs) I think that's the biggest driving force is their friends, which I grant you that could be a cornerstone for both characters. But I see Shiki going about it and early Shiki, like what we see here in season one. Yeah, okay. I'll just grant that one to you. But later on, as things go, uh, I don't know because I I can't keep up. I, I refuse to go back and even give, even try with One Piece at this point because 
uh, there's way too fucking much. There was no way I'd be able to take it all in. That's fair. I I feel like um like the comparison between Cheeky and Luffy is is very much exactly like they're about their friends. Like the perception of what is right and good is the insignificant part. They're going to do what's good for their friends. And, you know, that might be punching the world government in the fucking face and, you know, bringing a war on. But it's because they murdered his fucking friend. And it's like it's that kind of uh, motivation and drive and kind of fallibility uh, where he's not a hero of justice. And that's kind of the focus because fucking Natsu, Natsu is like the power of friendship is always good. And he makes it all happen just based on that. Yeah. But one thing I really do like about Shiki is that even as early as season one, just these first few arcs, he's learning and he's getting a reality check. He starts off with no social skills and he's learning and he just wants everyone to be his friend. He wants to be friends with everybody. But he quickly starts learning that uh, you can't make friends with everybody. Some people aren't worth being friends with. (laughs) Call me season two. Here we go. Some people, you just, they change and you just can't have them in your life anymore. (laughs) And some people are just trash. (laughs) True. Like, let me tell you. (laughs) So I'm going to save that though. But let me tell you. When trash, like now you're right, you're right. Um, and I know we're gonna go into it later, so I'm not gonna even focus on it now. Um, but I think one reason why people initially brushed off Eden Zero is a lot. Okay, first of all, I gotta call out some homies. Well, not homies. I don't know them personally. I gotta call out some YouTubers who, before they saw anything of Eden Zero, they just started bashing it for Neverworld. I love you. I watch Forever News every day, but you were one of them. Like chibi reviews, you were one of them. Like y'all were out here saying y'all saw the images. So you're like, here I'm watching. I can't get away with this. And granted, they have apologized multiple times, but the damage is done. Some man. of them have. like, yeah, like the damage is done. And the sad part is the irony is what I've seen from them is they really resonate and like Eden Zero. So it's like I forgive you, but your words <laughs> are hurtful and have hurt Eden Zero in a way that makes me worry. If we're going to get that, you know, reception that's needed to keep it going because of how fickle, like, the anime industry is. Like, I mean, look at Seven Deadly Sins. They were on the top, but their movie didn't sell super well. It sold well, but not super well. So, kicked out of A1 Pictures, went to Studio Dean. We all saw how that went, and then no one cared about the finale. But, but, but what is it they said... That made their opinion, you know, influential, even if it was incorrect to their true feelings once they experienced the media. Basically well, a lot of fairytale well, hate and that this is just a fairytale clone. <laughs> well, not even that. They were just saying Hiramashima is lazy with the character designs because, look, it's Urza, look, it's that. And, like, I get it because that there are similarities. Like, Elsie and Urza is the only one for one comparison I can give you. Like everybody, uh, I can't, I can't Lucy, even give you that. Lucy like, and Rebecca. Lucy and Rebecca. Uh, Blonde uh, side main character. I, yeah, with happy. Rebecca like, is great though. She actually does stuff. No character design. It's character, design. It's <laughs> yeah. character yeah. design. Not but just because character. he reuses yeah. design doesn't mean they're the same character. 
Yeah. I'm tr- I, there, I can't that put be- my finger on it, but Wise's character's model is similar to someone else from Fairy Town. I can't remember who it is. He's actually Kendall the looks only like one that people Loxus. said he wasn't. That's funny. Really? Weiss is the one that no. people say I, the looks, I look, no. like, he looks He looks familiar. St- like, uh, honestly, I look at, looking at him in the face, I kind of see Loxus just without the scar. It's like a mixture kind, of Loxus and kind of curly hair. Maybe I can see Loki. Yeah. Yeah, he was less cool. Cool. like Sting that. from, uh, yeah, but that's Sting. the thing. Just oh, like, yeah. just like with that, you can see all those different faces and all those different yeah. characters. Yeah. So fucking what? Doesn't mean oh, they're all the same character. And I'm there not was saying someone. I, I'm there not was someone else. I, hate it, <laughs> I feel I can't remember the dude's name, but um, I want to say it was like, um, it was just Stop who did a whole thirty minute video like praising Eden Zero. Like he was the. I was like, yo, you will go. Like, I subscribed to him, but I only watched that one video. But he did a whole thing about, like, how people, what they're saying about Eden Zero, like, other people have done. Like, if you look at Boishi stuff, the person who did, like, Dr. Stone, all his characters have those eye marks. If you look at, I mean, look at Fate, man. Like, Fate is literally, how many <laughs> yeah. instances How many Saber, Saber faces are, there? are out there? <laughs> and it's still, it's but, true. no, I, I get it. So, I can't really I got, be. I got two things on this. One. Hiro Mashima has the fucking formula. All mm-hmm. right. Now you go. These are these are like always B tier goaded shonen. Like this isn't a top three, but this is making his money. Yes. Mm-hmm. Every single time. He's got the formula, whether it's character design, whether it's the storytelling about the power of friendship. He's got the he's got the fucking secret sauce. <laughs> Are you right? But like, two, which is a feature of his storytelling, and I am I am begrudgingly excited for, yeah. is the the meaningless the meaningless cameos. How many times <laughs> yeah. did I see Natsu in this thing <laughs> from the back? That's for us. How That's not for t- you. That's for us. Just like when we saw Rave Master. I was like, that's oh. for us. Not I mean, you. It's just like with the the blue cat named Happy. It's just in each one of them. Plue's he's in car- each and one he carries Plue. Yeah, but, he did Plue yeah. from Wraith Master, the fairy tale. Now Happy, which mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and and Happy got a new story and, and a gun. Happy's a gun. And, yeah, Blue's like that's stuff. all exciting. But it's like between seeing seeing Natsu and Lucy and um. The other girl that could read from the early days, Ellie, the the one that got pinned up with the cross by uh, oh, God uh, Levy. Levy. No, Levy, 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 Levy. Yeah. We see Levy in like I, the, yeah. the guild hall. I yeah. saw yeah. Um, just I saw Lisana. Lisana made like a small cameo when they were all yeah. trying to get away. They yeah, were, uh, but let me tell you, let me tell you something like, though. Did you pay attention to that fairy tale, like Natsu and Lucy? reference because if you saw it he was making fun of himself this isn't some guild about happy and friendship where all your problems are resolved (laughs) yes i know and then we immediately see them leaving the fucking diner i get it (laughs) yeah but it was it was like a meta joke yeah yeah them existing Uh in this universe is insignificant to the story and it's not even like they exist in the universe it's literally just for the viewer to go oh my god i recognized it and i kind of got like a petty beef yeah i I kind of get that it's one thing if the whole story is supposed to be meta or something kind of like scream but 
when it's just a meta joke in an otherwise take itself seriously kind of story, it can kind of take you out of it. It, yeah, mm. but that is that is Hiromashima's style. Oh yeah, like, that's part of his comedy, and you know that's that's things that other artists don't do in storytelling. So like that transcends all of his works. That is like a trademark signature thing he does. So I know what I'm getting into, but yeah, yeah, we know what we're getting into. And honestly, at the end of the day, is it really wrong to kind of reinvent the wheel as it is, or like bake a different kind of cake a certain way? Am I making, I mean, it's like, it's like, we know what we know what we're watching, what we're expecting. It's a shonen, but like, there's like a slightly different twist. Like, you know, I, I understand what you're saying. And yeah. hero, what hero does, at least how I view it is, um, it comes down to storytelling. You know, you've seen these character designs, you've seen this and it's a picture painted. What he's done so much as he progressed is like the world building. And he's actually talked about how opposed to, he was writing Harry, um, Fairy tale. While wow. he was writing fairy tale, as, <laughs> fairy tale. <laughs> shut up. He was writing fairy tale as it was coming out. Like he was doing that. Here he says, and he wrote all of um, Rafe Master all like you know planned he out. He had Rafe Master all of planned out. Fairy tale was as he wrote it. Yes, and what he's doing with Eden Zero is a combination between the two, and this is really working for him as someone who's like peered a little bit ahead in the manga, and you know kind of saw this. I remember. You know, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I remember when this came out, I was like, Zah, you got to check it out. He's like, and then he saw something. I was like, yo, look at these characters. Look at this art. He's like, all right, now he's ahead of me. So I'm like, Hero has that like effect where he is definitely pulling a lot of similarities from what he's done in the past. But this one's carried by his storytelling, his strong characters. And I love fairy tale. I am a fairy tale wizard, as cheesy as that sounds. <laughs> Just need that but, crest on your body somewhere. But I'm gonna say it like one day. This is better than fairy tale, in my opinion. <gasps> like, oh hell yeah! And blasphemous. I'm just kidding. I mean, it's it is <laughs> like in terms. Okay, I wouldn't say I like it more than fairy tale, but I'm saying it's better. It's like this- I am a person who I'm just gonna use Attack on Titan for a reference. I have my gripes with Attack on Titan. But it's not one of my favorites, but I will say it is great and even on the bridge of a masterpiece, but it's not one of my favorites. Yeah. So (laughs) it's like one of those things. Like Eden Zero is like a superior story and is really I'm excited and I really hope Hiro Mashima, as hardworking as he is, because he's a goat, and I'm just gonna talk about that now. He's like, this is his third successful story, like you said earlier, Kells. Like, even I'm gonna put it in preference for you. Um, Kishimoto, the creator of Naruto, failed with his second series, Samurai 8. It cannot get popping. Like, and he gave us Naruto, one of the cult classics. Like, Naruto is a huge reason the anime popped off in the West and around the world. Like, whether you like it or not, that's a fact. And the fact that his second series couldn't be as successful as, you know, he wanted it to be, that ended up getting canceled. And Hiro Mashima's on his third, and people bash his other two? Like, it's crazy. Uh, like, because, uh, like, I mean, I don't know. no, people bash I haven't heard Rayto. anybody bash Rave Master. I have. But you don't like, hear him talk about it either. So. Rave Master is so mm-hmm. old. Mm-hmm. They've moved, that's because they're too busy bashing Fairy Tail. You know, you're going to bash them. Yeah, the now, that, now that's true. Like, but, but people. I, I, think, I think the part of that is kind of playing into the fact that. You know, uh, Kishimoto put out one of the big three. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like the the expectation level was so ludicrously high that like it it killed you know Kishimoto's second series, but also it killed Bleach early. You yeah. know, like the yeah, only one there's... that persisted was One Piece because Oda's a lunatic and a god. <laughs> but but you know it, that strain <laughs> and expectation of being that big um, is part of why. Uh, Hiromashima is so successful. He's got the formula, and he he knows the, the constraints of his work. Even if the production of Fairy Tale got kind of out of hand, and we had to like lose off and make a whole another hundred year like closing arc, an, an anime arc just to finish it, which got made. You know, he's learned from everything he's ever done, and is yeah. constantly improving and presenting information. Which is yeah, even awesome. if he's not he's, reinventing the wheel, he's polishing it. He's making it the best that he possibly. He's got pretty wheel. It's actually kind of hilarious because as Fairy Tale ended, the same problem with Naruto. Every everyone who liked it kept clamoring for more of it. So he's actually working on a Fairy Tale arc manga arc all its own right now just to try and finish it all out as Under well quest, as do, which has already as been well for as anime. doing um, mm-hmm. Eden Zero and he makes and he's making a video game like his oh, own shit. natural video game and he put out a mobile game that I want to play that's coming to the states later this year that's extremely successful and I'm just like this man is a goat bro he don't stop working like he is literally like he is the dream he is by far my favorite mangaka but, like because he just like he's a beast, man. And he anytime you have made a series that makes me want to go sully my body with ink to put it on there. <laughs> like and you might have done this twice with two different series. Go. Right. And to uh two points that y'all brought up, him just keep getting better uh, learning from what he's done before and the uh LC might being a the closest copy to someone he's done before. That's actually uh, having read the manga. That's actually not the case. <laughs> He's he actually uses a lot of perceptions like that from what you have from fairy tale to trick you into believing that it's going to be the same, just to pull the rug out from under you and show you something different later. Elsie oh, and Urza well. are not the same, even if their power yeah. sets are similar and their names. Definitely, and, um, which is kind of exciting because you're like. And that's part of the kind of meta vibe Mm -hmm. is it's like you expect this to be Urza, but she's a badass. She's actually a squid monster, you (laughs) dumb rat. Um, And then she's not a squid monster. She's still a pirate queen. Are you a squid or a kid? Yeah. Oh, wait. (laughs) Um, But, you know, we've we've talked uh, a bit about Wraith Master and a bit about fairy tale, but really kind of what what sets it apart? Uh, what sets Eden Zero apart from the other works? Like, what makes it unique? Besides the darker tone, <laughs> it really does just take itself a little more seriously than the others without losing a sense of humor. Like, I watching these characters do their things and just go out and have their adventures, I believe that these could be real people doing these things instead of just fictional characters. No, 100%. Like, these are all, like, and they all have, like, that, I know you're going to hate to say it, but they all have that One piece is backstory <laughs> where they just, like, no, like, they have a main crew member backstory. You know, Weiss, mm-hmm. Rebecca, Homura. Like, these are all, like, 
beautifully tragic stories, which kind of put them in league with um, Shiki to go and do something and like make us care about the character. And they each have to overcome that in a way um, that's wild, you know, and I'm excited to see how that call back to everybody overcoming their stuff is because it's, it's crazy. And like, I, I noticed that as well, like going back, but I'm like, I'm, I'm here for it. I don't care. I'll, I'll go on another one piece journey in space. Like, this is fine with me. No, I did notice. I'm like, everybody got like a tragic backstory. Oh my gosh. Like, even even the characters who you like are like you know the the four shining stars or whatever like yeah they're the top of the top top of the line oh crap they also went through a lot of crap yeah you have no years. idea <laughs> yeah um mm. shit <sighs> but yeah no, the, 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 the dark sister, I'm riding in the streets <laughs> but we saw at least something what happened to sister at the beginning no I like mean our, but she like came a Valkyrie out situation happens to sister I'm rioting in the streets sister is great we'll yeah. find out in season 2 uh, um, I'm not ready or three. I saw those previews I'm, I'm ready <laughs> but definitely um, the, the darker tone the more intense um, themes and, and subject matter uh, definitely um my hang up is with the the like crossover between like <laughs> level two fan service, but also that like darker theme stuff. Because it's like this is we're we're using you know cutesy fan service where we show booty, but no you know specifics. Yeah. We don't show textures. We don't show creases. We it's, hey, look at this booty. It's a booty. It's like we gotta, <laughs> um, you gotta have some censorship somewhere. Yeah, but also we get into the tentacle stuff and we get into mm-hmm. like weird, creepy dudes being weird and creepy. Literally, and every like, bad guy is freaking horny. Yeah. I don't. I didn't well, understand that. Not I was like, every why is bad guy. horny. Almost every. <laughs> Bad that, guy. That is a also theme. a theme with Hiromashima's writing. He goes out of his way to make every villain kind of horrendous. <laughs> like they I all mean, have something about them that any reasonable person, having met, met somebody like that, would immediately just go, "Okay, you ain't right, and you need to get out of here." <laughs> but I feel like that's Japanese culture in general, and we can't just put that on a staple of Hiromashima because when you look at, um, like. <laughs> People in Japan like demonize sure. like villainous people. Like if you look at My Hero Academia, uh, like people. the villain arc like was the worst. Like they hated that like over there because they just don't rock with villains. And if you look at stuff like you know Hironi Kenshin, we saw what type of bad guy Home Dude was, where he like shot through his like lover to get to Kenshin. Spoilers: It's been thirty years. Oh well. Um, sure. But and you just look at like even One Piece, you know, in Digimon, like even. Like, just things that the villains are always despicable human beings. Very subtly are they people we can relate to, but even when we relate to them, we see that clear difference between us and them. Like, you know, Shigaraki Tomer. Like, yeah, you know, we've relate and we see how you do that, but, you know, we're still, like, not, you know, even a criminal is going to have some type of, like, ethic code to not indiscriminately kill people. So I don't think him making the villains, like, super... Like, despicable people is just like a him thing. Mm. No, it's yeah. not just a him thing, but it's something that is persisted in his writing. That's why I. Yeah, brought I'm that saying up. it's like I feel like it's all anime, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I w- I would say my particular hang up with this 
is not necessarily him making the bad guys, you know, villainous and despicable and, and, you know, putting, you know, these women in, in these positions. It's the overlap between like, when is it fan service and when is it just them being a villain? Like, because that's problematic. I don't want, you know, us to go from, you know, oh, here's some dude just being creepy to, oh, she's bound and gagged and we're getting to look at her ass. It's like, yeah, chief, hold on. But uh, wrong messages. <laughs> sort of. Honestly, for stuff like that, uh, having uh, the re- the fan service be so kind of like explicit without actually going that extra step into non-censorship <laughs> uh basically it ga- it uh bridges that gap between the tonal differences between fan service and horrific acts it also yeah. kind of like shows that oh hey this harmless pervert uh could be that same dude who's doing all the bad fuck shit <laughs> it's just a matter of like how far they take it and mm. It, to me at least it adds a little more sense of realism to it yeah I mean I mean okay I'm about to start going into spoiler territory so everybody who's listening be forewarned I'm surprised it, we haven't watch already the episode. I know F- we've gone final this far verdict because, watch or not watch yeah 100% go watch, watch. It. Go watch, watch it go watch it 100% watch All right, spoilers alright now we're talking about spoilers cool go watch it alright so if <clears throat> if you did tell me Starting off, I have I have two points. If you did tell me starting off that literally there would be a giant naked human pyramid in this, in this anime, I would have said, what kind of edgy hentai are you going to make me watch? Oh, yeah. no, I remember now. Okay, You remember yeah. that? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. All, those, all of the pukubers yeah. get kidnapped yeah. and they yeah. got to form a giant naked pyramid of 29 <laughs> women to all escape. Su- all sudsy, soapy and everything. Like, it, it was Jesus like, I'm like, this Christ. is simultaneously hey. like weird and like kind of, I feel like it would actually be like not hey, far They did what from, it takes to get out under their own power. They didn't wait for someone to yeah. rescue them. Prison I, I feel like, like this would have been something in Criminal Minds or something like that, right? Like no, that, that's what it felt I, like I to me. I'm like, that, I feel like Hollywood. I'm like, I'm surprised Hollywood hasn't done something like this. They did the human centipede. So, I mean, close. Mm. You know, uh, chief. What? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> said, I mean, that's an entirely me? different. That's not thing. exactly Hollywood. But, they were uh, naked, but, <laughs> but that's not but, the point. I mean, <laughs> you know, the the fan service uh, is very much a facet of the oh, yeah. show. We've got but, stuff like that. I love We've it. got stuff like they they escape and they go find clothing, which are just a variety of different costumes. And I love that. Considering, that fun. <laughs> considering the place they were in, yeah. what else was there going to be? <laughs> I don't know, man, but like, Hiromashima could have written something different if he wanted to, but so no, he was fan have, service. Could he have? And that's where we yes. are. Listen. Would it have fit with, the, with what he was going for at that scene? No. <laughs> you don't, and I'll tell you this, if you lose cat girl Rebecca, you also lose bunny girl Homer. And are you ready for and, that? I'm not. <laughs> you may lose me at that point. <laughs> Listen, you might catch me flipping burgers at McDonald's or Wendy's if they drop a figure of her. Because they might. I don't, put a price. Word. Make it four hundred dollars. I don't care. I flip four hundred burgers. 
The other thing was, while there wasn't a lot of it, I, I didn't steal Strange's car and sell it. <laughs> no, it's not worth that much. It's worth four hundred. Pay you to get rid of the damn thing. Hey, but, um, it's worth four hundred dollars just to scrap it. <laughs> Strange, you got some. Well, I also wanted to pivot towards maybe like the other side of the fan service, which while there wasn't a whole lot, there are some shirtless dudes and also some models. Well, one model in particular like gets naked, not like naked naked, but you know what I mean. Uh, uh, yeah, I know what you're Madame talking about. Madam Kurenai, who literally burns the dude's face, oh, yeah. right? He wasn't a and model. Then, like, makes him strip, and then yeah, no, that uh, guy wasn't turn- a model. He was a full-on prostitute. <laughs> he was a model slash licensed butler. Winky mm. face. Okay, I'll have you know. He was an and, like, and now he's just a licensed butler. He's I wasn't expecting a punk. <laughs> you know, after she burned his face, I was expecting him to be gone. But then he came back, and next time we saw him, he's like gagged, like full face mask on a chain, oh naked. My. No, that was what? yes, that was a thing. Go back and watch it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a no, thing. that was a thing. It. it wasn't until Shiki showed up and destroyed the palace that uh, he got out, put on the out, uh, gangster outfit, and was just like, "I'm getting mine." I totally so, forgot about that. It yeah, was, I did. I was like, there's a lot of visual storytelling. <laughs> so what the crap? Oh my gosh. He did. Ooh, she came back. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about, um, since we're like talking this, I want to ask you guys, do you think that the darker tone was the right choice? Or do you think that this is a risky move? Like I personally feel like, Going in the darker tone is what was lacking from Fairy Tale and his yeah. other series. Um, they did have they did have dark moments in Fairy Tale. I would like to state that um, there were dark moments in Fairy Tale, and there were definitely dark moments in Wraith Master. Like I still feel like aspects of Wraith Master were darker than Eden Zero, but I haven't caught up to the manga, so I can't speak on that. But do you feel like going from Fairy Tale where you had this sense of like everything's gonna be okay to the sense of uncertainty, like? I did not expect, again, spoilers, that <laughs> one of the four shining stars would be dead upon arrival. Like, yeah, that and was. And that kind of messed me up a little bit, only because, like, I was, I was kind of, I was kind of hoping to see, like, a passing of the baton between her and Homer, because I just didn't see how Homer could replace her or anybody could replace the four shining stars because they seemed to be, you know, indispensable. So seeing that twist of Valkyrie being dead and the way she died was kind of wild to me. Like, do you guys feel like that was like maybe too soon or do you feel like it happened right at the time? Like, how do you feel about that? I think it's perfectly acceptable what happened. I mean, it makes sense. You don't see these like these characters went off on their own journey for 15 years, you know, while they are super amazing at what they do. It's more than likely at least one of them's gonna one or two of them like would have had lost something and i'm i it did blow my mind i was like no like i was i'm i'm here for the darker story and i think that's what sets it apart from fairy tale honestly okay yeah no i i think that um i feel like i saw it coming you know um because of homura's whole story it felt like she was going to take over the mantle of Valkyrie. So when I found out that she was dead, I was like, okay, well, you know, suspicions confirmed. Somebody's got to take the place. There has to be four to open the fucking mystery door. 
<laughs> so, you know, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think storytelling wise that I, I agree with with the strange. That is a perfectly fine and reasonable thing. It keeps the variety of stories up, you know, because we've got with which she's the ship. And when the ship gets transferred, she comes back to life and is called Chillin'. Um, and then we have um, sister, sister, sister's been captured and taken advantage of, but more like her power has been milked and she's been put under like sleep, then like tortured. So, you know, we break her out and she's called Chillin'. But then we got the story with um, Hermit, Hermit. 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 Oh, yeah. where Hermit's like, fuck humans. <laughs> I've seen some <laughs> shit. I've experienced some shit. Humans ain't shit. Done some shit. Like humans ain't shit. Which so, is real because it's true. Like it was. I yeah. was like, I sympathize with Hermit on this. Now she was a little naive, but granted, she probably didn't know I much mean, better. I don't know, but still, none of them did. None of them it, did. One yeah. got captured. One got taken advantage of. One. One got murdered. And the other one stayed with the ship, you know. Um, but I think the variety stories with, with these characters are great, especially the fact that it took the story and it told Valkyrie's story from the perspective of Homura. Homura was the central figure in which the yeah. story was being told, which is why the transition of the mantle kind of felt good, you it, know. It wasn't so much about Valkyrie as it was Homura. It was Homura's story. It's just Valkyrie was the goal. Yeah. I mean, Homer's whole thing with um, <sighs> with the whole part of like the misunderstanding of her not Valkyrie not being her mother, like really like held hit home for me. She's like like that whole like there I mean, there was so much more to that. Like that this this whole uh story with Valkyrie basically teaches Homer uh, the same lesson that he was hard that he would constantly bring up with fairy tale found family is as much family as blood. So if not if more, not more, if not, because your more. real mother might be just a dirty hoe. Anyway. <laughs> not might, but be your guild is. might not give a fuck about you. Yeah. Wait, um, yeah, this maybe is, she's uh, not, this is eating zero. Maybe she's not here because she ran out on your ass instead of, uh, all the Ooh, other shit. Though, he's like, I'm gonna bring you back to home for like Like that was And she was like, I have no attachment to you at all. Like, man, like, and that's the other thing. Like, seeing our characters like kill people, like, granted, that was like Homer, like with the whole thing with the real sword, and then Homer killing that guy. Like, who deserved it? Don't get me wrong. I was just like, okay. Okay. And my girl, this whole time was like, when are they going to kill a motherfucker? They all deserve it. They're all terrible people. When is one of them just going to get murdered? And then it's like, it happened. And she's like, good. It's like, ask, Homer was like, ask hey, I'm okay you shall with receive. This. Damn. I, Homer said, thanks, master. I'm a okay with this. <laughs> I'm just like, that's oh, you just wait. What an amazing moment. I was then, not expecting that at all. Like, either. Madam, like, Madam Kure's comeuffance, too, was like Kurenai. crazy. Kurenai, you know, she don't bitch don't deserve her name. Say it right. But, um, <laughs> man, like her, her unforeseen, like, you know, no. ambiguous, whatever happened. Yeah. Was, um, it, it was well deserved. That's what she. The, 
the layering of the plot right at that end point. It's like, okay, the extra super evil dude is coming to fuck up her shit because she owes him money and he always collects. And then it turns out to be Cedric, the son of a bitch who she melted his face. And now he's got a gang of other dudes that are going to like, I don't know, use her till she dies. That's dark as fuck, especially when like, She's running through the forest and gets domed with a baseball bat. That was, I was like, fuck. I said, the whole was, time she's oh running, man, she's like, I'm going to rebuild felt it. that hit, too. <laughs> the whole Hell fandom shit. felt that hit, bro. Like, it was, no, the whole fandom like, felt catharsis at that hit. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no, Hiramashima, this is fucking like, dark. Dude. Yeah, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm here for. Like, that's what I'm here for. But the thing is, I can't blame them for any horrible thing that they're going to do uh, to her because... well. All the things that bitch did. <laughs> I mean, individual responsibilities. Yeah. They can make their own decisions. They chose to be evil and take vindictive yeah, revenge. True. I mean, do I recognize the justification? Yes. I see the storytelling part of what happened to this man. But you didn't have to go and like, I don't know, whatever happens in the dot, dot, dot. You know, like, like. What happens hey. in the ellipses stays in the ellipses. Yeah. I mean, no, sometimes, boy, yeah. you know, like, hey. <laughs> hey, he had to let him know this wasn't fairy tale anymore. That's this all ain't, he was This doing. ain't fairy tale the more we said, got that. He said, do fairies have tales? No, because they dead. <laughs> Shit. Like, we hit that fairy with a bat. <laughs> Man, but all right, all right. This definitely isn't fairy tale, which is about magic. But we do have a magic system or a set of abilities coming from Ether Gear. How do y'all feel about Ether Gear? I'm gonna say some bold stuff. I'm gonna say it. I feel like it's one of the better power systems in anime. Like, and everybody talks about how Nin is the best powers energies explained. I'm like, okay, Nindo, you're a ninja way. No, Nin as in Hunter Hunter Nin, not like Chakra is like, yeah. I have issues Chakra with Chakra. is one of the yeah. worst. <laughs> it started off great, and then it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. when he was out here spamming Kaiju Beast Bombs, like, what happened to your Chakra pool? It's when, infinite. When you, okay, when you got Kaka- it's infinite. When you got Kakashi saying for three episodes in a row, I'm running low on Chakra, and then he make a full-ass Susano on his first attempt. <laughs> Listen, man. Anyway, we not we not here to talk about chakra. Uh, I was talking about Nin. Yeah, and, and you know, I feel like Ether Gear is one of the better ones. You know, because um, the way it's explained that everybody has Ether Gear inside of them or Ether Ethereon, I believe it is. Um, I think it's just it, Ether. It, they okay. just call it Ether. It's Ether as far Ether's as the material yeah. and. Everyone's got it a bit inside them. Ethereal is like what it's the matter, what the material is made of. Okay, yeah. So there's um, everyone has ether inside them that can be brought out. The fact that the spaceship in Zero has a you know, like monopole that everybody is after in the universe because it's one of the few left that can like bring out ether gears inside of people is really dope that our heroes kind of possess that. Um, but you know, it's cool to see that everybody has like their. It's like as where we are now, it leaves a lot of mysteries. Like, you know, because Homer, how did she have the same ether gear as Valkyrie? Like, well, well, that's the thing. I see it a lot as like um, how a Jujutsu Kaisen has their power system. You can learn specific ones from people, like how Shiki learned gravity powers from his grandpa. Yeah. Uh, Or how Homer learned the sword abilities from Valkyrie. 
Yeah, but it has to be everyone taught has by their else. own unique abilities that they can naturally learn, like Machina Maker or Cat Leaper. Uh, it's just that if you naturally learn it, you have to struggle a little harder to make <laughs> that shit happen. You dropped some information that wasn't out there yet. No, she cat leaper. She straight up name dropped that shit in the fucking. She said uh, leaper. She called yeah, no, she then. didn't. Just, I didn't that, know she evolved into full ass cat mode. Like, you know, it was just leaper. Like, like, okay, oh, you've but. seen how she dresses. She is all about the cat. And oh, I'm, I'm just waiting that. for season two now. I guess, <laughs> Lord. Um, I mean, no, spe- I- anyways, sorry. I was just gonna. I was just gonna go off about. Uh, Continue, continue what you said. No, no, I, I agree. It's more of a, like, you can be trained in a specific type, but like they mentioned specifically, if you haven't learned a specific type, like, it can be kind of whatever in, in the yeah. mana pool. Um, it's something that your body, like, does, like, how hers is explained, which I don't remember if it's explained in the anime, so I'm not even going to get not, into it. it hers, um, not no. really. No, Weiss's, though, really. is a little bit explained. Yeah, so how he was finick, finicking with robots and stuff all that time. So he got like this. Again, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about how that happened. Well, I'm just going to leave that out. I mean, at, at least in at least in Rebecca's situation, like the kind of the kind of logic flow was at the point in which she needed something. She recognized that. What is it? Xiao Mi. Yeah. The the, the oracle of yeah. time. Yeah. Like set up that like tournament to help them with this future fight, and she recognized that like okay, I can't use bullets against him, and he's um like a melee guy, and I kick the shit out of him. Okay, so kicking, and then like the pivot foot was the secret weapon of Homura, and like feet, legs, kick, kick. We need to show calf fan service. All right. <laughs> yeah. Leaper. <laughs> there you go. I loved it. I have I have theories about Leaper, but um After I, 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 I think it's a little obvious. Anything. I know, I know. I think it's obvious what it is, but she just hasn't. I'll, I'll tell them. Yusuke Yurameshi comes in and destroys the universe. <laughs> that's that's oh, how <laughs> Um but no, I kind of I kind of like the I don't, I mean, I like, but also I'm like, okay, well, we've seen every important character have this shit. I like the fact that it's all like, okay, this isn't magic, it's science, but it's just like the combination of like humans making use of the mechanical realm of ether and like the secrets have been lost to the dark age except for everyone that fucking has them now. That's what I mean. mean, It feels like, like, again, another anime trope. It feels like, you know, it's strange. Go ahead. Strange. No, I'm just saying so much for the dark ages. Everybody got everybody out here with like, Oh, I got ether gear. I'm like, you know, I don't hate it though. It's fine. Continue static. Thank you. It feels like, <laughs> you know, like the hockey power system in one piece about how nobody had hockey and then everybody had hockey and you can only fight someone <laughs> who had hockey with hockey or another one that you guys might know, a comic, a kill. These are super rare artifacts that almost no one has. Everybody in the story has them from that <laughs> point on and you have to have it to fight someone else. That's what it, imagine it if, feels like for him. It's like Im, imagine if there were thirteen cell phones that told you the secrets of the future, and then you had to murder each cell phone user. Oh my god! Imagine what carrier service would like survive that. <laughs> then everybody has a cell phone because one cell phone generates more cell phones. Oh no! Holy shit! And then I'm just gonna uh, make then, more cell phones because I'm God. 
And at the end of the day, Sprint's the only one left. Somehow. In in terms of Ether Gear, um, it's fun. It's kind of unique and it's kind of nothing new at the same time. Yeah. But I think that the the variety of powers and the influence that it has on the story and the ability to gain and progress with that kind of stuff um, is fun. I really like the uh, as uh, Shiki progresses in like use and anger. <laughs> he gets the fucking gravity demon horns. <laughs> and it's like, okay, he's the fucking demon king. Wait till, you, wait till you see the Super Saiyan. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So let's talk about the demon king. At the the like flicker scene we get at the end of the credits of this season. We get a whole bunch of the Demon King isn't the good guy we may have thought he was because he's the fucking Demon King. As he shouldn't be. It's in the name. It's in the name. Pirate. Criminal. What do we what do we expect for season two? Zog, you know the story. Be careful. Yeah, I, don't, don't. I expect. Just, just, um, I probably don't. Think Cat Leaper. Cactus oh. Joe will show up. That's his name, Cactus Joe? I mean, say Cactus you mean Dragon, Dragon Joe? Joe? Yeah, Dragon Joe. Can show I say up. real quick, that's like the, one of the coolest villain names that's like, yeah. it just used Joe, but you add like Dragon Joe. I mean, just the way they say it, Dragon Joe. I'm like, yo, that's a cool name. This man have never watched Hajime no Ippo. Um, or, yeah, like, or Megalobot, Megalobot. Like, sir, like this is not the first Joe to be used. Your inexperience in the genre is showing, sir. But you're right. Anyway, so yeah. um, I expect Drak and Joe to be on the move. I expect developments to be made, and another, if not two more, crew members to join the Eden Zero. Probably. I expect Drak and Joe to finally smash Ego. <laughs> oh, okay. Kim Possible. Kim Possible. Someone never watched the last episode of Kim Possible. They did. <sighs> Listen, it's season two. We got to make it there. Um, but no, I I agree. Like I'm I'm I think that Dragon Joe is really going to be a big player. I think we're we're going to really challenge the concept of him of Shiki not being a hero of justice. Um, but like not in the same way we deal with like. Um, you know, all of these other Shona protagonists that are like infested by a demon. Like he's not gonna lose himself to a fucking nine-tailed fox or like an internal demon. Um, it's gonna be Shiki making decisions and having to choose very specifically and consciously violence. Not to be a villain. (laughs) Violence. Yeah. Uh I mean I I feel like what is a villain beside a perceived term, you know? Like we got a villain that is earlier the in the episode. On the opposite side. So anyway, you strange, take mine and I take yours. Who's wrong? Who's anyway, wrong? strange. What do you think? What do I think is gonna happen in season two? A lot more dark stuff. Literally previews end with like Shiki getting shot in the face. I don't know <laughs> how you how you recover from that. You watch Attack off. on Titan, bro. <laughs> you got a point. It don't matter. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I yeah I, I feel like definitely like some 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 ish gonna go happen go go down with the ship. Uh, I think maybe 
I don't know if they're just like, yeah, Homura is like the new shining star. I don't know if there's like a process or a ritual they got to do with that or if it's just like a title or something. I don't know. Maybe she got to have an implant to her You think neck. that they're going to turn her into a robot? I hope no, not. She maybe will. not turn her into a robot, but just like go through some kind of ceremony or something like that. that I don't know. Officiate. The Demon the, King says she's like, the fucking next shining star. Yeah. But that like, was the fucking like... <laughs> Because they said the ship is supposed to come alive, which I guess is from what the the ether drive is a part of. I guess it's something, something. But like it didn't turn or it didn't become alive or whatever. I don't know. Well, they said that they needed all four shining stars to get past Dragonfall. I think that when they're ready to leave to outer space. Yeah. It's going to take probably all four of their their powers being used at the same time and because homura learned the same power from valkyrie that's how it's going to come into play probably don't Maybe. tell me Zog, don't <laughs> la, la, la. we just murder la. all four of them and then we have to collect new crew members that's how we keep the rotating door of interesting people yes yeah. i like that's that theory it too it's dark listen man i will say I, out of all of this you've at least got one theme right <laughs> I feel like murder. I hope no one becomes a robot. I hope no one becomes a robot who's not a robot. I hope the robots become humans. I said sorry, happy. I hope that only Tina would get her wish until the very end if she survives. (laughs) If she survives. I feel, listen, I feel like I also, I meant to say this about a theory. I hope that Rebecca and Shiki are the children of mother. I don't know if that's like a chance of that happening, but I hope that that is something Why? that I can't say anything without possibly spoiling something. But I, w- without saying, I don't know for sure, but I do have theories. <laughs> Why do you propose Rebecca is a child of mother? Because we like, don't kind of have the hintings about Shiki, maybe kind of. Well, we don't think about this way. We don't know anything about Rebecca. We do know that because um, it's mentioned. Um, how do you think um, you survived like the incident with Happy? Like, don't you think that was weird or something? Wasn't that mentioned somewhere about how her origins? They don't get I into that stuff just, until like Happy the just... next arc or two. Uh, My they, bad. Might, they might have mentioned it, but I don't. Th- I, they haven't done more than just like question. Here's a question. That's yeah, it. no, I feel like yeah, like I said, I feel like that question was proposed somewhere, like. And that's like, okay, all these children, like, there's also that theme of like, okay, all of these children are orphans. It's like the whole Dragon Slayer thing. Like, think about it. Like, all of our parents disappeared. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) I forgot. Um, Kel's currently watching this. Yeah. So I'm glad. All of our dragon daddies have disappeared (laughs) on the year 777, and we're looking for these hoes as we beat each other up as dragons. So they all disappeared in year 777 on July. the seventh month and the seventh day, and there's a lot of sevens. I'm glad that shit. I stopped myself. <laughs> All right, we're, um, we're in terms, territory. Let's you, like I said, in terms future of, arcs, don't worry about it. Okay, okay. In terms of Rebecca, maybe they mentioned it. I don't know in the anime because I was primarily like, "All right, this is happy. Happy's was came out of a fucking egg. What the fuck is happy now?" You know, all right, what's the story about Happy? Happy's not a fucking dragon. 
Happy's not a dragon anymore. Happy's a fucking robot. Okay, that's that's the story I got out of that. Maybe they mentioned something different. Turned into a robot, but yes, <laughs> motherfucker, he's a matter. robot. He a robot. He's a now. robot. Technically, he'd be an android since he had Mother. biological. Features. Okay, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, but um, yeah, he's not a cyborg because the cat body's dead. Yes, so that would make him an android. Um, but yeah, so do you guys have? Wrapping this up, do you guys have like a favorite character or like favorite moment? I love them all except for Labilia, who is a hoe, and I hope she dies. <laughs> Bruh. I mean, I would never. Uh, I mean, like, here's he a question. Then here's a question for you <laughs> Who's worse, Labilia or Kurenai? I mean, Kurenai. it's an easy it's answer. Murders people. It's an easy answer, yeah. but you hate them both. Yeah. And you said, they, except they, that that technically. One, Kuranai is the worst, but like Labilia is like up there. She's like right under mine as like one of my most hated anime characters. You watch so Tower like, of God, bro? What the fuck is mine. your scale? But did you watch Tower of God? Because Rachel yes. is like Rachel's number one. Okay. Mine, Labilia. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so let's like, say mine was number it's one. Up oh my there. God. What okay. the uh, hell is your measuring stick? <laughs> I don't I don't uh, really hate. <laughs> and these are three characters I just hate. So he's like Griffith. female assholes. Uh, <laughs> I, I will grant you that one. I will grant you that one is number one. Easy. Griff Griffith. Yeah, Griffith. Well Griffith is yes. Griffith is always like mine spear hero. <laughs> Rachel. Yeah. I put Rachel yeah. over mine though, because at least mine had some comedy. Rachel was just Anyway, um, so <laughs> that didn't answer either of the questions I asked. But strange. My, my my other thing was I love all these characters. All the, at least all the main. Well, who do you love most? If zero. like you had to save one, I can't make and they that were falling choice off yet. a bridge. Either you save Homer. one or they all die. So. I would save Homer or Hermit. So there. I heard Homer first. Okay, and what was your favorite? <laughs> moment? I mean, favorite moment. Uh yeah, definitely when Homura stabbed the dude, that was great. Killed was the dude, get it moments. right. Thank you. You killed the dude. Stab. You can recover from a stabbing. You can't recover from death. <laughs> when Valkyrie. <laughs> All I'm saying is, dude, her, clearly. her hand wasn't on the blade. That wasn't a stabbing. That was a planned murder. It was a fucking that was a juggle accident. Man. That's what we telling the cops. Anyway. That was a guillotine. <laughs> that was coincidence. Um. <laughs> Making me out here choose favorites. I can't choose a favorite moment yet. Y'all know? couldn't make it in the big city. <laughs> Y'all talk too much. <laughs> I don't know what happened. That was karma, bro. That was Jesus, I think it is. I don't know. Um, well, apparently, there was a lot of karmic retribution. I think there was that, there was that, that bitch named uh, Kurinai. Yeah, yeah. She's up that way. <laughs> she was up that way. Um, she was. So, I don't know where she is now. Okay, so Kels, Kels, who's your favorite and what was your favorite moment? Uh... Damn. <laughs> Currently, Demon King Grandpa. Demon King Ziggy. Ziggy! Favorite character. Because we get like him being a bomb ass grandpa. Yeah. And we get him being like a bomb ass superior. And we don't get anything about what he did while he was questing, which I'm sure we will. Go D. Rogers. I know he was programmed <laughs> to be a Demon King for a reason. <laughs> he, he's the only motherfucker that left Grand Bell. So. Pretty hype about that. Oh. Yeah. Um, favorite moment is basically literally the fact that Hiro Mashima <laughs> wrote 
a whole nother fucking show with the primary demographic of robots. <laughs> he wrote another shonen anime to tell like robots in the future that like you're people too. <laughs> God that damn it, Hiro Mashima. He he watched the Ugh. he watched the Transformer series and was just like Robots are people too. This <laughs> man I will, is banking I will on. Please don't hurt Skynet. me. When when this Skynet comes to life and is out murdering everyone, please know that I made an anime that says robots are equals to and they have feelings he's and hearts. Banking on the fact that the future <laughs> will come and he's gonna sell a shonen to it. it is. I mean, he's not wrong doing it. What's the worst? Robots don't gain sentient intelligence, and then I mean, therefore, either way, he's got he's got. It's happening comfort, either way, and we're already at the <laughs> tip of the iceberg of that. Dude's already I mean, got my money. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll give you that. Um. So, what about you, Zog? Who's your oh, favorite? My favorite stuff favorite? hasn't been animated yet. <laughs> of course, oh. Zog. But from the just... things that we watched, <laughs> what was your favorite moment, and what was your favorite character that currently exists? Uh, I love making things difficult for you. It's fun. <laughs> I'm gonna throw a box of Digimon cards at you. Good. I could use some more. Say, <laughs> so don't throw a robot. They're, they have hearts. Uh, <laughs> Man, that scene where um he became a fucking um where Weiss became a fucking like super sentai character. Yeah, that was, that was, that was at the yeah. end of it. I like, loved Arsenal. Oh, and then Arsenal. when all of his clothes disintegrated, when he ran out of ether, and then he picked up Pino, and Pino was like, I'm I also feel uncomfortable about the situation. Please give him like, clothes. No. Master Weiss, Arsenal. Master Weiss, Arsenal. I can confirm that this is Master Weiss. <laughs> oh, so great. Um, Love as for Love all of them. I don't think I'd be able to choose a favorite moment out of what we've got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as for favorite character, probably between sister and witch. This bitch. I knew I should have gone before you. Feel that. But um, <laughs> me and yeah, you have I, had I conversations it. about this shit, man. And yeah. <laughs> when it comes yeah, sister. There's something. There's something about sister. Um, but no, I agree. There's something I about agree. sister. It's called. Do you want me to tell you what it is? It's a yeah, step on me. When I tell you, it's it's you. repressed religious <laughs> vibes. It's huge step on me energy. I will quit this podcast. <laughs> Just keep funding it when you quit. It. Oh my god! <laughs> that's that's a secret. That's how right we there. make money oh, in know. forty-seven years. <laughs> um, what can I say? I'm wearing red like her now, so you know, just. Oh my god, Madam Kerno. Um, I think I my favorite character monitor then because you look orange. Well, my room is Elijah hot as dog crap. But anyway, so <laughs> my favorite character, I probably gotta go. Like you said, it's a toss-up between Sister and Homer. I really like what they did with Homer's character, and I like her mannerism and the kind of quirks that she has. But also, like, the whole cast of Eden. So I'm gonna, might, I might cheat and say, since the cast of Eden is the main character... It's not. The guild is the <laughs> main character! I choose the ship! The this ship is my favorite character. Look, we've established already, this isn't fairy tale. That ain't how this shit fine, works. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> Yo, um, man, eat. Eden one, my favorite character. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta either go with sister or Homer, but notable, like everybody, like there is not a weakest link. If, like even the villains, like there is not a weakest link in this 
That's far. I would all like. I can see. I can see my top ten favorite characters having an addition from Eden Zero, like before it's all over. Um, and then my favorite moment has to be when it's not actually an action scene. Scene. It's when Shiki is talking to Homer about, you know, I was depressed once. You know, I was doing this, and you'll be okay. Because I found friends and that walk away. And you see that when he was giving that speech, he was in pure rage. I was mm-hmm. like, but that scenery in that moment, like that was just like exquisite. Um, and yeah, I got to say a fairly mature moment. Yeah, well. no, that was that was great. And there's someone who is like experienced that because I'm the type of person I like take a lot of stuff from like experiences in life. I was like, that's real. You know, that was like I had a loved one pass that could have been avoided from bull crap and just like that anger and stuff you feel like your friends and the people around you are the ones that help you get through that when you think is impossible in that moment so i felt like that was captured really well i was like yo and you know also shout out to the director who um passed the person who directed these 24 episodes passed after it filmed sadly um he's going down as a goat so I hope that whoever follows in his footsteps, you know, lives up and is able to capture those moments season two and beyond. And we better get season two or I will be in Japan. I will riot. <laughs> I will be I will, in Japan. I will be with you. I'll riot in the streets. And after I go by Occupy Strip, that's the second place I'm going. <laughs> Straight into that office. After I hop off the plane, get some takiyaki, go shopping, buy some figures if you can't tell. That's the fourth place I'm going after. <laughs> After I get my own bath, that's the seventh place I'm going. <laughs> that's the last place I'm so, going. My as soon as the plane lands, your two-week time limit starts. <laughs> yes, as soon as that plane gets charted in 21 days, I will be at the studio. After I grasp oh basic conversational Japanese. <laughs> I can't say you don't have your priorities. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. You're going to be with the reason why none of this ever gets dubbed. <laughs> oh it was God. already dubbed when it came out, though, on Netflix. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just had to change wow. the English setting. Well, damn, now you tell me. I mean, I did you a favor, honestly. Even well, though the, the dub, dub wasn't bad. that bad. The dub's yeah. not bad. But the Japanese is so much better, if I'm being honest. Hummer's voice. We'll we'll get into dub versus sub eventually, but not right now. Uh, but definitely Eden Zero. It's more Hiromashima in plus. space. It's Hiromashima plus. Um, and you should watch Hiromashima, even if, in my opinion, it's like perpetually B tier shonen in terms of like originality. Consistency and polish and perfection of the genre is what Hiromashima does best. This man hasn't so, gotten to the like, good part of fairy tale yet. So, I mean, why you call it a right. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. You haven't got to the first time skip. Yeah, he called it beat. <laughs> okay. First time skip. My business. <laughs> fucking shonen takes so long, which is part of why Eden Zero is so great. It's 24 episodes. You know, he's really pared down the episode count to tell, you know, really interesting stories. We don't really have to take forever because we're not on a network. Oh, all right. Uh, but yes, Eden Zero is fucking great. I feel that's the consistency. Uh, anything else about Eden Zero before we wrap this? It does a great I mean, job of matching fairy tales, emotional highs while contributing other like dark, seriously tonal highs. They give it an overall potential of 
I don't know. This could, like, I know Strange told me earlier that this could be one of his favorites. I definitely see this mm-hmm. possibly by the time it's over being in my top 10, um, which, you know, is very slice of life heavy. So if a shonen like creeps up in there, then that's that's what's up. It could have been Attack on Titan, but it wasn't. So, you know. <laughs> you, know DR, you know, if you ain't watching it, read the manga. It's worth it. If you ain't reading, get an audiobook. <sighs> Maybe that could be Eden Zero. <laughs> Eden's a zero. Really cool Capital spaceship one. design. <laughs> Lots of stars. The Demon King is a robot. <laughs> and he's raising a human child on a planet that was an amusement park. I can't describe this scene. Yeah, I, I can't do the sex pyramid. I'm not I'm not doing it. Twenty-nine B cubes were kidnapped and taken to the Lost Planet. That is basically Lost Vegas. Um, so you won't find this on Kindle. Las Vegas. <laughs> Las Vegas during the purge. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. And it exploded. In space. <laughs> no, but, um, oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about this freaking time beast. Thank God. All right. <laughs> In Zero. It's on Netflix. So go watch this shit. Of course, you can catch more of us on Content Breaker on all your podcatchers. We're talking Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Podcast, at Content Breaker, or Twitter, Instagram, YouTube as well, Content Breaker. Gentlemen, y'all have stuff too. Yes, you can find me at Static Dreads, where I've started tweeting stuff and things. Also, Mm. make sure you check us out on Content Breaker. That is Content Breaker, all one word, uh, on Instagram, on Twitter, um, most importantly on YouTube. Come and be a part of the craze that no one's in on yet. You could be Bitcoin before it was Bitcoin. (laughs) Oh, no. No, you can't be Bitcoin. Before it's Bitcoin, but you can be content breaker before we're popular. <laughs> um, Strange. You could find me on Twitter, that's at StrangelyInt, and also on YouTube, Strangely Entertaining. Try to look it up. And then I'm also on Twitch, that's twitch.tv forward slash Strangely Entertaining, where I will stream Tuesdays or Thursdays at and- 7 p.m. Central Time. Cool. We're teaching him how to speak. Try, <laughs> try to look him up. Try to try look to him look up. I was going to say that. I'll talk about that. I off dare camera. you. <laughs> that but um, of course, you can catch the other product at your typical Shona protagonist or your TSP on all your podcatchers too. Zog, we have plans for next week because thank God someone thought about this shit. <laughs> what are we? What are we talking about next week? Uh, let's see here. We are talking about. Black anime characters. Well, it is the start of Black History Month, so I guess that was the idea. Everybody needs one. Samuel L. Jackson in his (laughs) own samurai anime. There we go. Um, But yeah, we'll catch y'all next week for more Content Breaker. Bye.